right, I'd like to say good morning, first of all, to Emma and Ezra, my children. <laughs> good morning, Daddy loves you. And I want to say good morning to uh, family and friends and anybody else that might be listening out there on the internet. Welcome to Pigeon Post. My name is Michael. And you know how we do this. I'm driving to work and uh, trying to share something from the Word um, for your benefit and encouragement. And um, as we were looking at Psalm 23 and I was kind of thinking about what to say um, today, um, I was really uh, impacted by a verse of Scripture. Um, it's actually it's in Matthew and very similarly in Mark. It basically says that Jesus looked out at the crowds and he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. And that verse made an impact on me because when Jesus saw the crowds, he saw people who needed to hear the word of God, that that was the cure to their feeling harassed or anxious or helpless. Um, he knew that they needed a shepherd. And um, this is why uh, I can't stand false shepherds and false teaching and traditions of, of men. And uh, I know that is a sticking point for some of us. And, um, you know, some of us are okay with that. And, uh, and I know that that's caused uh, some conflict um, so if that's, if that's you, if, if there's people in your life that, um, that point out things that are false, um, you know, the grace has to work both ways, right? I mean, um, when we point out things that are false, uh, we need to be gracious about it and humble about it and gentle about it. And I haven't always been that way. Um, but on the other hand, um, there's a responsibility to, to people that are hearing those things um, to at least consider that that might be true and um, to be gracious with the person who's sharing that to you because that might be their heart, you know? Uh, sometimes when you see things that are wrong, it makes you angry. And... Um, but I can just say that that's, that's my heart on those things. I feel like I'm looking out and seeing people harassing sheep and making them helpless um, when I know that they don't need my teaching. They need Jesus um, and his pure teaching and shepherding from the Word of God and not from traditions of man because if we think about that for a moment there's one shepherd Jesus says my sheep hear my voice and they won't listen to another so we need to hear the word of God 
and make sure that we're not listening to, uh, as Jesus calls them, thieves and robbers and wolves and people that want to harm the sheep. So I just wanted to throw that out there as um, the motivation for for teaching, which should be the motivation for anybody that teaches the Word of God. They should be so convinced that it is the Word of God and convinced that what they're saying is um, is basically leading that person to Christ. Um, that when they hear something that's wrong, um, it's not something that's tolerable uh, because it hurts the sheep. Um, Jesus said to Peter, feed my sheep. If you love me, he asked Peter if he loved if he loved him three times. And um, Jesus's response, uh, no matter what Peter said, was oh, "Feed my sheep, feed my lambs, feed my sheep." And um, so um, this also makes me think of Emma's ballet because she was a little sheep <laughs> or a little lamb doing. Um, you know, plies and padishahs and all those ballet things. I think I'm getting those words right. <laughs> um, and I think that's beautiful. You know, we'll, we'll quote or sing Psalm 23 in a second here, but, you know, Jesus leads us through green pastures and also through the valley of the shadow of death. And so, you know, Jesus has led us through all kinds of things. Leads us through green, green pastures and still waters of of ballets and hanging out with family. And, um, he going to awanas and things that we do, uh, doing schoolwork and um, things that you know are obvious um, that we would say are good, right? But he also leads us not only through air quotes good things but also things for our good um, like homelessness like sickness um, Jesus is a shepherd who will lead you through hospitals and ballets he will lead you um, through darkness he's with you in the nighttime and in the daytime um, so he's a good shepherd and, uh, and he leads us well, just like he should. We can trust him. We can follow his voice. All right, so Psalm 23. Um, you know, one of the reasons why we, we know Scripture, if there's Scripture that you know, it's either because you've heard it so often or because you've heard it in a song. Um, so I'm going to attempt to sing Psalm 23. <laughs> I'm going to sing the Sherry Youngward version of Psalm 23. Um, there are lots of other versions out there. Um, I know that some of my family would be familiar with the Keith Green version of Psalm 23. Um, so, uh, yeah, whatever way that you have memorized Psalm 23, um, let's sing it. Let's uh, listen to the words. Um, that's part of what Christian meditation is. Uh, Christian meditation is not um, yoga or emptying the mind. Uh, 
uh, Christian meditation is filling the mind with the Word of God and listening to His voice uh, through His Word. Um, it's not any of the other types of meditation that are out there. Um, so, let me, let me try this in my morning um, half a cup of coffee voice here. my shepherd I shall not want he makes me to lie down in green pastures he leads me beside the still waters for his name's sake I think it's when it gets hard he's talking to God um, he says your rod and your staff they comfort me so we can receive great comfort through our good shepherd Jesus and through his word and this comfort is what our hearts really crave. You know, there are other things that comfort us, like sleep and food. We've all heard of comfort food and hugs, and all of those things are good things. But those things are not our greatest comfort. Those things can't be held on to. There are times when we have to get up when we're tired, and there's times when there's nobody close by to give us a hug and make us feel better. Or 
we don't have the comfort food that we want or we've eaten too much comfort food <laughs> but the Lord is always your comfort dear little sheep he is always with you he says I am with you always even till the end of the world or till the end of time or till the end of the age he will never leave you or forsake you you know there's a lot of of those false shepherds that'll teach you that you have to do things to become a sheep but Jesus says in John 10 that the father gives him the sheep and they hear his voice and they follow him because they're his sheep and so you might be thinking well how, how do I become a sheep or how do I know I'm a sheep well you follow Jesus you hear his voice and his word um, but Romans 10 9 and 10 says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and that Lord there means that he's your king and he's God. If you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So there, um, there's a very clear way to be saved according to the Bible. It's believing in your heart that Jesus died for your sins and rose again and that he is your Lord and God and Savior and Master above all others. Um, now, when the Bible says in Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, that word Lord is Yahweh. Yahweh is my shepherd. And then in the end it says, I will dwell in the house of Yahweh forever. And Yahweh, God, is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So, um, Jesus taught us uh, right before he died, he said, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many, many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may also be. You know, Oftentimes we think, I just want to see God. I want to see Jesus. And there's a lot of attempts to, um, to make that happen. Um, but you know, God has not promised that he's going to show up in your dreams or um, that you'll see Jesus in a vision or, um, or anything like that. What he has promised is that He's preparing a place for you in the Father's house, right? Just like in Psalm 23, it says, I will dwell in the house of Yahweh forever. Jesus, your shepherd, is not only leading you right now by his Holy Spirit, but he is also in heaven preparing a place for you in his house. So we don't look to... Um, to have the best perfect house that makes us happy here on earth 
although that would be nice. There are things that we need to live. But we are looking like Abraham was looking. We're sojourners. We're, we're wandering around without a home, living in tents, so to speak. Um, we're looking for the home whose builder and designer is God. And Jesus says, that's me. That's Jesus. He's the one preparing a place for you in the house of God so that you can be with him, with God forever. So that's the comfort that we're comforting one another with. Um, so I hope you have comfort today. Yesterday, we, or last time, we talked about anxiety. And one of the opposites of fear and anxiety is comfort and peace. And that comes through Jesus, the Good Shepherd. So um, let's just pray together. God, thank you for being our Good Shepherd. Thank you for always leading us where we should go with you. Let us hear your voice and follow you. Um, soften our hearts. Um, let us hear your word and, and obey it and know that it is our, the voice of our shepherd who is saying it. And I pray that we would fellowship as sheep together. Um, that we would, um, you know, be thankful for our good shepherd and encourage one another um, as we're walking together following the shepherd who is Jesus. Lord, give us comfort and peace today in you, not the false uh, peace that's offered to us by the world, not the anxiety and fear that tends to be in our hearts, but the comfort and peace that comes only from you. In Jesus' name, amen. So when I'm doing these things, I'm trying to read and pray and sing. And uh, let's sing one more song. Um, uh, about the Word of God, since we've touched on that theme a lot today. The B-I-B-L-E Yes, that's the book for me I stand alone on the Word of God The B-I-B-L-E Bible And if my kids are listening, they'll, be, they'll want me to say Bible, baby! Because <laughs> that's what I used to say to them. So, um, whether you're uh, a kid or an adult or a friend or a stranger or whatever, I hope you got something out of this. Um, you know, I encourage you to do this on a daily basis. Just grab a psalm, grab uh, some scripture, and um, and just get that truth in you to inform you, and um, so that you can hear the voice of Jesus the rest of the day. So um, have a great day. This has been a family devo with Pigeon Post. Bye bye. Yes, I wanted to make one more music recommendation. So I mentioned Sherry Youngward, who has some awesome 
albums, um, especially the ones that are scripture songs. And I mentioned Keith Green, um, which is pretty old school. And something not quite as old school, but still old school. Uh, I wanted to recommend the OC Supertones. Um, I've had their song called uh, The Shepherd is the Lamb. Uh, kind of in my head the last few days talking about Psalm 23. So check out the OC Supertones, The Shepherd is the Lamb. It was a great song, and it's pretty chilled out, so I think anybody would like it. Um, but if you want something not so chilled out, their album Supertones Strikes Back is actually a really encouraging, theologically great, God-glorifying album. So check out the OC Supertones, and I hope you have a wonderful day.